Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday, bitches. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. <laughs> Did you like my gangster voice? Yeah. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. <laughs> <laughs> West Side. <laughs> Please never do that. No. Ever but again. I was in the West Side. I didn't, I wasn't. Bitch, <laughs> the, wait, the way you just said that, paired with that, you know, like, I can't. My, my Ice Cube vibes. Like, you can't go West Side and like, be like, on the West Side. <laughs> we be clubbing. No, 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 nah, nah, nah. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Cube would be proud. <laughs> Who? Ice Cube. Oh. <laughs> Duh, the fuck. Okay, sorry, I'm high. <laughs> What's up? Um, you're right there. You're right there, buddy. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so this week I got into a car accident and I hit my lip on. I don't know if the steering wheel or if I. I think I bit through my lip to my chin. And I, ha- I had a huge injury, and it was really scary. It was my first accident, and I was alone. It's your first accident? I've never been ever Ever. Wow. And I panicked, and the guy- You didn't sound panicked. I'm, I don't really panic. You did not sound panicked. I was like, she's really calm. I know. That's what my guy said. But I'm not a very panicky person. As, as hyper as I am, like when shit happens, I'm like, okay, let me process this. Okay, I'm bleeding. Okay, am I dead? I'm alive. Call someone. So I called Erica because she's my wife. <laughs> And then I took my, oh my God, did I tell you this, that um, Adventure Bay was like a little bit like, he mentioned that I called you first and not. <laughs> really? He was yeah, like, nigga. He was like, yeah, nigga, that's my bitch. <laughs> Don't you forget it. He was like, um, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't, first of all, I didn't even know you are on my side of town. I'm like, I was in Hollywood. Second of all, he was like, I mean, I guess it makes sense why you called Erica. She, she you know, might be a little closer. I was like, well, I didn't know what you were doing. It was a work day. I've known her longer. Yeah, said, you've known her longer. And I'm thinking in my head, yeah, nigga. Duh. <laughs> Duh, nigga. <laughs> but um, I am calm. I was like, hey, girl, can I just got a car accident. It was like a casual combo. It was like, hey, so um, what are you doing? Okay, well, I just had a car accident, so I was hoping you can come help me. <laughs> but, you know, I, I didn't think I was that calm until he said the same exact thing to me. He said, "It's you know, I just want to – I'm worried, a little worried about you <laughs> because you're really calm today. You're still really calm. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? Just, like, be crying all day? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Um, anyway, I had to go to the hospital during COVID, which that was the scariest part of all time. Cause I thought, well, the scariest part of it for me was seeing your lip because I got to the scene of the accident and the bitch was like, Oh, is it bleeding? And she pulled her lip down and I could see through the other side of her lip. Bitch, like, really? Are you exaggerating? Bitch, there was, there was the white meat. It was bloody and then white meat and a whole hole. Okay. Like you could literally get the, the Tyrese piercing. <laughs> If you wanted to, because I could see through the hole Eric to the so other side of your dramatic. leg. It wasn't, it was the truth. And this bitch was like, she was like, she was like, I think I can just go to Rite Aid and get like some like invisible stitches. I was, I was like, like some liquid, some liquid bandage. <laughs> I was like, no, you need to go to the hospital. I was like, I'm just going to go to CVS and then it'll be fine. And then they were both looking at me like, bitch, are you nuts? I was so mad that they made me go. So that happened and I fucked my car up bad. And so, like, at first, I was like, panic, panic, panic. Your world's crashing and burning right before your eyes. And then, you know, I just talked myself through it. And I got to the hospital. They're playing CNN, which is my least favorite show of all time, which added to my stress. They're like, they're testing billions of vaccines for COVID in Africa. And I was like, what? They're, they're, they're canceling Obamacare. I was like, so everybody's going to get COVID and no one's going to have insurance. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm, I need to leave the country immediately, plus my lip. Anyway. All of this to say, again, for like the 57th week in a row, 
COVID is really a game changer because it's for the better. I've really had to explore myself. I've really been, you know, weird things have happened because this is a transformative year. We can all agree there's a lot of shit happening. And I think that's by no chance. It's the stars. It's the universe. It's really hitting hard in every capacity that we have to look at ourselves as a community, as a society, as globally, as personally. And like everybody who knows me is like, you've never been in a car accident. That's because I drive fast and God was trying to slow me down. And I bet y'all never look down at a text ever the fuck again. Was that what it is? No. Well, you did that. I knew it. No. Somebody DM fucking good moms about fucking telling a nigga what to do in the bed or something. And I like, looked up for like two seconds and then the guy stopped at the yellow light and he should have stopped because he should have had balls and went. <laughs> and so I hit him. The whole point is I'm not going to get all caught up in the logistics because the moral of the story so you're blaming is, our community for your accident? <laughs> Perfect. Stop DMing me. <laughs> joking it's my fault and i needed to learn and luckily i'm alive and it wasn't some crazy ass shit and my car will be fine and life will go on and that's the moral of the story i'm not going to stress out so i just i think that we should discuss in what ways okay first of all we have friends here they're just been looking at us crazy <laughs> in our, my story they've heard four times <laughs> we have the oprah rose show here hello everybody Hi. What's the C T G G and D D. I love that y'all just abbrevi- made your names shorter. It's so it's, it's just it's just do, 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 do. Yeah. I wish our yeah. names rhymed better. J J and E E. It's not cool. Okay. E and J. There you go. Jared's gonna, be, Jared's gonna be very Oh jealous. yeah, I forgot. Never mind. Yeah. I had a she former had a- I had a former musical career. <laughs> ah, we were okay. E and J. Okay, okay, so let's think of something else. Still be pissed. Yeah. Anyway, based <laughs> <laughs> okay. based Fair on enough. my 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 not so good incident it was just an, another thing that happened to me in the last like fucking six months that was like bitch wake up and i think there's been a lot of that and we discussed that and i just want i'm i know i have personally experienced it you know in love i've really had like this different new crazy relationship that's super mature and i've never experienced that and respectful and nice and right after my accident after he was kind of mad that i didn't call him first whatever he took me to the hospital and then he bought me this beautiful leather bag that's like had my name on it and he like pulled up and I was like oh my god wow. this is so nice no one's ever bought me a purse before it was just her birthday it was my birthday that was a birthday gift <laughs> he got me some like really nice head like cordless headphones and I'm like oh wow you really care about me I mean like my lip is big but also I was like wow this is so nice I'm so cared for <laughs> Um, so, you know, like, there's just, like, there's a lot of energy happening. And I said, sometimes we can, it's easy to focus on the negative and, like, the pandemic, you know, and death and, like, all these murders. <laughs> but then you have to have self-care and really think what what is shifting here and how is it shifting us personally. So I just wanted to know for all of you, what what have you guys experienced in the last, you know, four to six months and all these pandemics that has been, you know, maybe like jolting, but also very beneficial. Well, before we do that, <laughs> sorry, I'm talking a lot. I'm high. This weed is getting me going. She's on a roll, guys. It. She's right. Oprah no, from it. the Oprah Rose Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just channeling y'all, you know. I love She's it. Channeling the Oprah side. I'll be <laughs> Amber today. Yes. Um, wait, wait before before you answer that, very good question because it's a great question because I think it's. I think there's, you're right. There's a lot of shit shifting, which is why last week we needed to take a break from the podcast because a bitches could not do it. Um, can you tell our listeners, first of all, introduce you guys self, tell us about your show a little bit, who y'all are, 
and that answered Chamigo's question. <laughs> Hard. You want to start, T? I was like, you go. You know, oh. <laughs> I don't always say that. Well, hello, everyone. Um, I'm Gigi, uh, and we're the Oprah Rose Show. Uh, you can find us on any streaming platform, um, but we're basically a podcast that discusses the modern day millennial woman or man um, who happens to be black and all of our experiences encompassing sex, relationships, um, jobs, self-care, therapy, um, crazy shit, horoscopes. Um, and we've been doing it for almost five years or five years. So it's been very much so. A, it's been five uh, years? Yeah. Yeah, it's been five She's years. like, yeah, girl. Yeah. Like, we're 29. And, and I have no 30 yet. Um, oh my but so it has been very much so like an evolution of us. And it started off with just T and myself. And then uh, a year later, our good friend, Didi, who was Tierra's actual best friend, said, let me help you girls. Let me get y'all together. <laughs> you know, y'all were doing something producing. already. It was already amazing. You know, I just was like, yeah, let's... Because I think with podcasts, it's all about the sound. Yes. And like, that's the first thing you hear. So yeah, definitely help there. Oh, he helped us. He got your sound together. He got always, together. You know what? I'd be telling Jamila too. I'd be like, girl, the sound is so important because I'm a real avid, well, not lately, but I'm an avid podcast listener. And if mm -hmm. the sound is fucked up, I'm going to be like, I'm going to check out. Yes. Not listen, yeah. It's your and, selling point. Yeah. And Didi kind of came in, you know, to help out with production and sound and get us together. And, um, and he would like say little things and people were like, hold on, we want to hear him. We want him to come back. And then Oh, because like, I would just be mic'd up. Like I'm on the mic too, but like, like never was like introduced, back. just talking in the background. Yeah. And then we, he was singing in the background. And then we <laughs> to, you know, we were like, you know what, just you need to be on the show. And so now Didi is on the show. And I think, you know, like G said, it's just, it, it's, it's everything um, that we're going through and you know, it's just, it's a lot and shit. You know, I was oh, saying- I forgot to say the name. So Oprah Rose, because people ask like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Or what the fuck is that? Um, Oprah obviously being um, Queen Auntie Oprah and her uh, concept of enlightenment and positivity and being your best and highest self. Um, and then Rose is from Amber Rose, who in the same light is very much so about being your best self in all of who you are. Um, and being proud of that. And that obviously includes a lot of sex because, you know, that is, tends to be the taboo for women. And so us saying we're the modern day millennial woman, black woman or man, it is us embracing all of these multifaceted forms and just being that multi-layered individual and not one person. Right. I mean, shit. I mean, I think we and Jamila can definitely relate to that. Yes. being millennial women even though like i'd be like am i a millennial i'm like yeah, we yeah we're the older we're, on, we're all like on the edge yeah. of millennial yeah. they call it like yeah. generation x <laughs> no they call and it it's so funny because i was like are we millennials we <laughs> are yes definitely we're just the older millennials the older millennials i don't want to be had a cat i don't be grouped in with them i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't <laughs> with them they actually are smarter than me. I don't think. I don't think you have a choice. I think it's just. But I mean, like on. whatever the younger millennial I'm thinking of, like the twenty to like twenty six, twenty seven. I don't know. Twenty six. 
they're smarter than me. They are. They, they're more know. social. No, they are. They're more socially aware they, because they have more access. They're too. strange. No, they have more access. Yeah. Think of they you. Are, like, but think of also, think of you like even just your self-awareness at 25. I was not thinking, well, even when I was like, when I was 19, I was not thinking about politics. I was not having conversations with friends about what was happening socially. I was not socially activated at all. I was trying to find out where we were drinking next, what party we were going to, and if we're going to skip class tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think they're thinking all those things, but they're also like way more educated in what's happening in the world than I was. Maybe that was just me. I don't know. I was just me. But I just feel like, but, but I also feel like, I also it. do feel like they're more entitled though. Yeah. Like they don't want to And work you also, I shit. think all social media too. Social media is a big part of, of that. Like when I was 19, Obama was running his first election. Right. So I feel like at that time, people got really aware of politics. And that was like really the first time politics was involved with social media at the same time. That's true. That's so true. they had that, I feel like, to be able to know more than we would have when we were that young. That's yeah. True. There's more access to information. I think when Obama won, I was 20. I was 20. 20. You were? Yeah. Because oh, so. I remember I was working. Yeah. I was a personal, Wait. I was personal assistant. 20. I was 19 then. I was waitressing. Like 25. How? Wait a minute. No. Wait, 21. I don't know. No, I was because I was working for Macy because I used personal assist Macy Gray. And I remember when he won. I, and I stopped working for her when I was like 23. So it had to be like 21. 21. Yeah, maybe 21. I don't know. I'm not trying to put anyone's ages out here. But <laughs> <laughs> I just turned 32. Everybody knows how old I am. Me too. Um, but anyway, uh, what was your question? <laughs> What's going on in the universe and how? Uh, like, um, what like what changes have like what shifts have happened personally in in, in your lives? Yeah, during quarantine and obviously with everything else that's happening, have you noticed like a big shift in in? Oh yeah, I mean I've had just a lot. Like I've had obviously everything. The world has changed, um, so we see that outwardly, but. I also moved. Um, I was living in New York City for 12 years, and the plan was always to move, but it had got bumped up because of COVID, so I came a little bit sooner. Um, and then when I moved, my child's father and I decided that we don't really need to be in a relationship, and we'd be better just as friends, um, or whatever that means. And so that was a significant life change. But then even in all of that, like kind of I you guys were just on the Oprah Rose podcast and you said um Erica I know I'm the shit and for the first time in my life I feel that way and it feels really good to like be in that and own and sit in that in the midst of like so much madness externally and even internally you know just in my own um life it feels really good to be cemented in who I am who I'm becoming and who I want to be um, and really know that. Um, see it happening, watch it unfolding and manifesting that for myself. It's been, it's been uh, an interesting transition, but I, I'm happy to be here, you know? Well, what a beautiful realization, especially coming out of a relationship because oftentimes that's not the case, you know, right. oftentimes that's the goal and like, that's where you're working towards. But if you've already arrived and you feel that way, imagine what you're going to feel like next year. Right. You know, like that's, that's exciting. Yeah. 
And I, I know. And I think just to piggyback off of what G was saying, like, I, I am, I'm so proud of her. I, I think it was like Mother's Day. And I was like, oh my God, just like watching yeah. her coming yeah. up, <laughs> moving. I was like, I was emotional. Yeah. And you know, in the midst of a pandemic, because you have to sprinkle that into everything because it, it that part can't be lost. Um, and I think, um, Jamila, when you were saying, I, I think you were kind of highlighting like the, also like some of the good stuff that had come out of it. And when you were saying that, I was like, well, damn, what, what, what good has come out of it? And then I'm like, I had to sit back literally as you're saying this. And I was like, I don't, I really don't have anything to complain. Like my biggest gripe right now is like trying to buy a place in New York, which is like unheard of because everything is, is literally 10 times like the price of anything, um, you know, like anywhere else, well, besides LA. Um, so I, I think sometimes I just have to sit back and I'm like, I'm so grateful to like have a job and doing something that I love and, and, and arriving to a place of self where like, I'm, I'm turning 35 in August and I'm like, this is the most me I've ever been. And I'm me at work and I can like, and a lot of my shit is centered around work, but I can still like completely be me. I think I said something to you guys earlier before we started and, and even just admitting like today, I was like, I don't know. I don't have the answer. And I don't know when I'll have the answer. Like just literally fully being present and, and being me and, and being transparent about a lot of things. I don't think I, I, I was necessarily like that. Like, you know, to talk about boundaries and, you know, on Fridays at 6 p.m., <laughs> you're not going to catch me. Like, I, it's quiet. Now, you might catch me on Saturday morning, but, like, after certain times, I had to realize, like, everything can't revolve around, like, work. And it can't just all be that. And I had to set up these boundaries and take time for myself. It is just, like, I watched Game of Thrones. I watched eight seasons of Oh, my Game God, of- I, just, I just started. So you just started? That's because Adventure Bay made me. Oh, my God, I can't wait to catch up with you. So... It is the best, like, that was my self-care. Like, so watching Cersei, and, and, it, and it made me happy, and I don't feel bad I fucking hate that bitch. That, I hate that bitch. Calm down. But that is white up. privilege, no. <laughs> like, like, even stuff like that, like I said, of just, like, sitting, I would have never watched that, and, and, and being able to, like, talk about it with my, my, my father and my sister watch it, and I'm like, this and that and da, da 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 and all that extra shit. It's like you don't really need it. And I'm also saving so much goddamn money. Probably like, having time to so. even discuss these things with your father and your sister. I would have. I would have never watched. Like even something like that. I would have never watched that show. Like I said, the, the how. Like I. I would have all of these things that you kind of had to sit back and really. You. What I will say is you also have to sit with yourself and be really comfortable with yourself. Like I was talking to a friend earlier today, and he's so not comfortable being by himself. And it's like, you're single in a pandemic. How are you not comfortable being by yourself? I'm super confused. You don't have a choice. Well, I mean, it'll highlight that. And now what are you going to do about it? And But he doesn't even realize that. And I remember being like, oh, I'm so glad I can even like realize that. That like, either way, I'm going to be good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like in a relationship, not whatever. Like, I'm going to be all right. Like, I'm I'm, going to be good. And I can be by myself too. And Mm -hmm. it's okay. It's so crazy that you said that because like in the beginning, I, I was having a hard time. I was having a really hard time. Like immediately, like I wanted to go to my baby daddy's house because I'm like, I don't want to be alone. What if shit hits the fan? I don't know what I thought was going to happen. Zombies yeah. or some shit. But then also I'm like, that nigga doesn't have a gun. 
<laughs> so I left. You know? I packed that shit up real quick. You're like, hey, you're worthless. You're gonna, still, have, you're gonna have a fucking nerve. Still worthless. Like, Bad idea. <laughs> Fuck the pandemic. And then I was with myself, and then I was like, then I had my homegirl there for a long time, and then she brought her homegirl, and that homegirl talked too fucking much. And I was like, okay. Then I started to realize my boundaries and my levels and who I could handle in my space and who I couldn't and what I really could handle because there was nowhere to go. Like, I, <laughs> no one could go anywhere. So I was like, fuck, now these two bitches are here because I, I couldn't be alone. And now I have to deal with it, you know? We had good gems of conversation, but also I was just like noticing my own boundaries. Like, you need to go home. Then just mm-hmm. one of my friends was there. And then I was like, okay, well, especially this bitch is going to have to go home too. <laughs> You know, and then I was like alone, and then I was like sexting four hundred men because I was fucking horny and bored to death. And then I was like, "Bitch, you need to get it under control." <laughs> like all these levels, you know, and <laughs> real. And I was like making all these inappropriate videos, and I was like, "Bitch, you need to get a life." <laughs> <laughs> then, then I met, then I like connected with this guy. And the guy, it's like, it was like, okay, this is good. This is great. You know, he's mature. Yeah. And then, but that guy, my guy is like, he's really isolated. He's really comfortable being alone. And I've realized in this last three months, because we're like, we don't go together, but we also decided we're not going to see anybody else. Like, I don't even get it, but whatever. I agreed, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So like, sometimes I can tell he wants to be alone and then I have to go home and tend to my own shit. And I'm Mm. like, this is so healthy. I feel strange. Does he not love me? Of course he does. God, I got to go home. You know, like. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm home and I'm like, this is kind of nice. I kind of like it. You know, so there's like all these weird things, but I'm inevitably, even with all these fucking layers and it took me like 50 tries to get here and a nigga who wants me to leave him the fuck alone sometimes for me to be like, oh, right. Loneness is mature you know okay. yeah. yeah and i what think about- in the beginning no one knew what's happening you know like we still don't know what's happening like i don't know what stage new york is even on like no one knows <laughs> two but- right two and they're on 100 because they're open no new york no new york stage two i know but the niggas are out <laughs> yeah people are out but I, like i'm still i'm good on like stage two in new york but like that beginning when no one really, really knew what was happening, it was it was so chaotic. Like yeah. I told you, I, I was in the nail salon and I was like, I have to leave. Now mind you, I'm in the nail salon, still getting my nails done. And literally they were like, We're shutting everything down at seven. And it was <laughs> and I was like, So you gonna finish my nails though, right? <laughs> you get a pedicure. Okay. All right, heard you. All right. Okay. Just well, do the top coat. Yeah, right. I'm like, all right, okay, well, yeah, just do the gel. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, like that was the last time I was going to get my nails. Look at my nails. I didn't know that was the last time I was going to get my nails <laughs> done three months. I never looked like this fucking ugly in my life. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. I don't comfortable being ugly. <laughs> I don't natural hair. You are not ugly, girl. It's quarantine is forcing you to face your natural now, It made state. you realize how important beauty is. Because I was getting beautiful by myself. I didn't give a fuck. I was doing my full hair. Bitch, oh, I'm not beautiful. going anywhere. I got full lipstick on right now. Get like y'all. I told y'all I threw a bra away. I wore I wore a bra three times in ninety days. Like I I am completely. I, I I'm there the other day, and I caught and I put on like I have become Miss Frizzle basically. Like everything is tie dye. I have Crocs. Like I have tie dye sweat. I cannot get out of being Miss Frizzle, and I kind of love it, and I'm sticking to it. I was Wait, like, first- I'm Miss Frizzle. 
Oh I'm an God. adamant heel wearer, right? Like I'm only like five one, so I just wear heels all the time. I, like a, yesterday, somebody texted me Birkenstocks had a sale. The whole the whole site was twenty five dollars. Why did I order three pairs? Why didn't you tell me? Why? What? What? Everything was twenty five. You know I you know I oh, have Birkenstocks. I don't remember. I can't remember everybody. I've never owned a pair. Twenty five dollars. The whole fucking site. You, is it still going now? No, it was one flash day. You're one not flash. my friend. You're not my Sorry. friend. Oh my! I wish I would have because I already said I, I've completed the wow. white woman trinity. <laughs> I, I've been wearing Birkenstocks. I've been wearing Birkenstocks for like five years with socks. Um, now I finally got Crocs, and there was something. Oh, and I have Tevas. So like, what is a Teva? Always, like those little like swimmy shoes with the straps. It's a oh, belt. They're no. Velcro. Oh, girl, no. you, you really done, done, you outdid yourself, man. <laughs> so, you I really outdid yourself. The upper echelon of white women. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm here with a weave. Like, tea was in a weave. Like, you gonna get <laughs> I'm down to earth, but I also like fashion. Right? Wait, Dee Dee, what about you? What about you? Oh, um, we, we, need, we need the male perspective. You know, it's been right. just chat all day long. Oh, well, you he don't. Mr. Crocs. Wait, can we? Wait, I, I gotta, my I'm Crocs? Gonna, hey. so I'm a, my I'm a, Crocs are like crazy. So, you know, you can have like the little. No, no, no. Hold on. Sorry. In gotta, the inside. I got to stop what? him real quick. He was featured in the Washington Post for his Crocs. Because he, yes. he Wall Street right? Journal, honey. Wait, for what? What kind of Crocs did you get? <laughs> wait, you got the Crocs again? Hold on. Let me get the discount code. He got the personalized right. Crocs. Wait, what kind of Crocs do you have, nigga? What the fuck? Well, did I got two pairs. So I got oh, the um the tie-dye ones that T has. Um, and then I have this yellow pair that has all the little gibbets and stuff in them. So you can make them, you know, personalized. Mm. One says, You know what it was? They ain't never seen a nigga in Crocs. What? They were like, whoa, That's we gotta feature him. Because when, when I got them, it was like, if we're in June now, and that was like April. So it was like before everybody, I guess, jumped on it. No shade. Because I definitely <laughs> I'm waiting for them to come. When I saw Mouse in them, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I need me a pair. And then oh, yeah. you, see, when you came to my house with them, I was like, oh, shit. All right. They're mad comfortable. Oh, I feel like Crocs are too far. I hate them. They remind me of nurse shoes. I, no. I mean, I know they're comfortable. I mean, no. I'm on my way with Birkenstock. I'm, Birkenstock is like my limit. I'm like this, is but you know what? That's kind of like my gateway drug. Like it could be, it could get right. to Crocs. It could be Crocs. I used to say that about Uggs, and I was like, Oh, I oh, never love Uggs. Oh, we're from the valley. We're from the valley. So Uggs is it? Uggs, Uggs is you must. You must. We're Uggs, Uggs, Uggs in mid July. The ugliest thing ever. Had a pair Everybody, of yeah. My dad was like, Uggs are for ugly. I was like, They're sheep skin. They're <laughs> <laughs> Australian. I'm telling you, like Daryl said, like if you get like because I did, I saw his, and you you can personalize them. And then, and like you said, NG, like Mouse has like 15 pair. And so I was like, well, wait a second. Yeah, I don't know how you do 15 pairs. I mean, granted, they aren't expensive, but still, like, no. I was like, wait, what do you have in your personalizations? Like your initials and shit? Yeah, like, can you pull those up? Where are they? I need to see these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, go get them. I don't have them on. Because I only wear them outside, I don't wear them in the house. Oh, okay, got it. Because G has like, G got a rose. I think mine, mine is like T money. I have like a symbol. I have like a money sign and like a T. And I have yeah, like, I have, like, all right, maybe we can just I have pizza, a guitar. It's so <laughs> good mom's bad choices, Crux. We need something. We there need some go. weed signs. Oh. Right, some weed. So it'd be good. Yeah. We got to make that happen. <laughs> I, I will help you find the designs to personalize them. Thank you. So basically, qu- quarantine has made us all less fashionable and more it homey has. white women Okay, It's more comfortable. I had two friends send me a photo of their Crocs today. Like, no bullshit. <laughs> two friends today. 
And I was like, like we are really taking over this crack shit. They all got a tie dye ring. And I was like, I'm telling you. And I, t- I had an entire full tie dye uh, sweatsuit and tie dye crocs. That's kind of cute. Liar. <laughs> I'm not mad at tie dye. I'm all about the tie dye. I'm here for tie dye. Has anyone had any quarantine booze? Well, she's you're in a relate. TT, you're in a relationship. Yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. your what's your status, Dee What you over there doing? I'm basically married. married at this point. Oh, oh, married. Married. You have some you have a living over there? Oh yeah. We we've been living together for like five years now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're yeah, you're married. So, so Gigi, you're the only you're the single one. You and Jamila yeah. because she's in a fake relationship or in and out of not fake but you know what i mean i'm a, I'm, a non-committed I'm non, committed, a non-boyfriend boyfriend I non-monogamous <laughs> relationship that's what i've been seeing on the field non-monogamous relationship what is that i am on an app you guys so i did join an app oh, no a monogamous non-relationship non-monogamy <laughs> uh, no a monogamous non-relationship we're monogamous but oh. there's not a relationship oh, okay. that's very oh i was like does that make sense? I, oh, okay. I don't fucking know. I don't know. What you're that saying. white woman Friday. I'm like, exclusive. Okay, I'm low key drunk at this point, so <laughs> so whatever. Have you guys heard of Field app? That's what she was gonna say. That was, I heard her say it. So, have you guys heard of Field app? What is it? Okay, so go ahead, tell them. So, me and my boo met on an app, right? We met on Hinge. So did me and my boo Hinge. Even though we don't endorse that. We both <laughs> jumped off Hinge. We deleted the apps because, well, he deleted it first. It was like, I'm deleting it. And I was like, good for you, nigga. I don't really know if so I'm So he ready. deleted it in front of you so yes. that you could delete it? Oh. He yeah. deleted it in front of me. And then he del- and then I was like, okay. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm not yeah. deleting mine yet. Because I don't like to feel pressured into anything. Don't mm-hmm. ever tell me not to do something because I'm going to do it. So I took my sweet time and deleted it on my own time, deleted the app, and then was like, you know, I, I personally, I, so I'm a Scorpio, right? Like you, Gigi. So I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but like, I am possessive in ways. And like, I like to know that my nigga is my nigga. Mm-hmm. However, my views on monogamy are different <laughs> because I just don't Sounds believe like in yeah. <laughs> you're my nigga but also i want to fuck other people because that's natural much. <laughs> so i just don't think that humans were made to be monogamous that was not something that was in the cards for us someone forced that down our throat whatever you know i just don't i don't know if i can have sex with the same person my entire life in fact i know that i can't it's not going to happen and i know that most men won't either 99 percent of them so when i when I became single, like I started, you know, exploring that more. And I, you know, like, like we had talked about on your, on your podcast, like I met a married couple and they really opened up my, my mind to the idea that I could be in a, in a committed relationship with someone and, and still, you know, explore if I wanted to, if that was what we decided for each other, as long as it was communication. So I had like, kind of like in my, in my dating life, I, I started dating someone who had apparently been in open relationships. Um, and so we try to kind of explore that. What I find is that most, a lot of men say they've been in open relationships and then they get with the bitch that really wants to be in an open relationship and then they can't fucking handle it because they were like, oh my gosh, she's actually fucking people. Whoa. Um, <laughs> so with my boyfriend now, um, he is also someone who's explored openness and we joined this app. It's called The Field or Field. And um, it's an app where people can kind of non-traditional non-traditional connections. connections. So people are on there. So when you fill out the form, it's crazy. There's like 
so many Talk different- Talk about abbreviations you don't know. So how you identify? I don't even know. Like there's like transhuman, two-spirited. I know two-spirited. Objectum sex- sexual. Um, uh, meaning like you like you love objects like you fall in love with objects i saw that recently um i might be that mm-hmm. then there's bisexual <laughs> then there's heteroflexible and i'm like which i don't know they don't have hers though jamila calls me by fun she's by fun <laughs> i'm a former lesbian <laughs> <laughs> Erica was dibbling and dabbling. She was sticking her toe. She's bye just, fun. she's by when it's fun. She's right. by when it's fun for her. She's like, oh, it's seven o'clock, three shots of tequila. Let's find a girl. <laughs> you know, like that's how Erica gets done. I'm like, okay. You're not curious anymore. It's in 50. Well, times. I, I feel like bisexual, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I identify as bisexual because I don't really want to date a woman. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to have sex with them. So, like, I feel like if you're bisexual, it means that you would be, be in a relationship with a woman and you could also be in a relationship with a man. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not, I'm opposed to that i just haven't found a woman that i would feel like i would want to be in a relationship with i'm not whatever anyway so i joined masculine energy yeah i i I love dick so it's not even about the masculine energy it's it's (laughs) it's the fleshy pulsating dick is what she's into (laughs) um warm but i also like girls sometimes but you should leave after but whatever that's another story (laughs) So I joined this app where I could explore these things with my man and we can, you know, match with people. It's basically an app for if you want to like explore having a threesome. If you want to be a like, unicorn. Or you want to be, or you be a unicorn. Or you and your boy, you, or you and your partner want to explore another partner or like there's like many, like basically so many options. And so I recently joined that and it's been interesting to see you know, the type of people on there, the type of people you would never expect to be wanting some crazy shit, you know, just like you, they look like, like librarian, Susan, you know? So, um, I don't know how we got on this topic because I'm drunk. Sorry, we're, just trying to yeah. we're talking about their relationship status <laughs> oh, yeah. and if they're on the field, they're not, you are. <laughs> and, um, okay. So how have you been keeping your relationship spicy during quarantine since you, but well, used to, um, since you've, you basically live with your partner and you know, you gotta get creative because you're around them all the fucking time. <laughs> it's a bad week for me. So I'm gonna let Dee, Dee handle it. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. Understandable. The Understandable. Fact that she pivoted. Um, Hmm. I feel like I'm being put on the spot. Or is it you being, are. or is it business as Boss. usual? Is it just <laughs> I mean for the most part, yes. But you know, who doesn't love drunk sex? I mean and alcohol well, is at a all time high. What I just have to say though, I think for for Didi and his partner to be together for what what is it, five five years now? Six. six. Going on six. Going on six years, like you see them and it looks like they're still in their honeymoon stage. Yeah. Like, even like Aww. my boyfriend and I, like there are they they are collected. We my boyfriend and I love them more than we love our own relationship. <laughs> Why can't we be like them? Who the fuck like, is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I had an attitude one day because I was like, no, no, let me like six six poppy though. Like we, we like collectively. Mind you, all- he's like right here. Can like hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to send him. I had to send Didi like a back and forth. Um, conversation that my boyfriend and I had about them. Um, it's just like, and, and, and this was just like us on a normal. And I'm like, like, I was like, I stand. And he's like, no, I stand harder. I was like, no, I stand harder. And we're like going back and forth about like who loves them more. 
because that when you see them, like I said, they're just such a beautiful couple, and it never looks like mm. stale. Dull. Or, I say that you guys don't go through things, but like it ain't it ain't mine. You know, prevails. Right? Yeah. So. I mean. <laughs> It's you like you said. I mean, it's been six years. Thanks, T, for for saying all of that. And it's just beautiful, honestly. I think with the quarantine, we haven't like got on each other's nerves or anything, or you know, need that space. But we're both cancers as well. Oh, so, there you go. So you just like I, I love you. Stay like, next level. to me. Could come closer to my face. Right. <laughs> but then also know when to move. Right. I'll get the fuck away from you. <laughs> Right. So just like the understanding of like space and like even, you know, with working, like he'll work in one part of the apartment. I'm in the other part of the apartment. So, you know, just figuring it out. Oh, my God. I would love to see two male cancers. They're probably so fucking in love. That shit is so intense over there. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine the cuddle sessions happening over there. It is. And the fact that you said that you guys haven't gotten art like my boy and I, we identified like there's no way we could have, we wouldn't have made it if we quarantined together. What is, what is his sign? Cause you know, we are some sign loving bitches. So we have all of the same placements in different, I'm sorry, all the same signs in different placements. Houses. Mm. He's an Aries sun. Um, I'm sorry. He's a, yeah, he's an Aries sun. I'm an Aries uh, moon. And then he's a Leo rising and I'm a Leo sun. And then I think we're, we're both, no, I think we're both cancer rising. Whatever it is, we have the same cancer Aries Leo. Basically. Oh, wow. Um, and, and I think we're a little bit more alike than I like to admit. Like, I, he's way more, like, um, in your face. <laughs> That's what that was. I mean, but, y'all both are fire signs. Let's be real. I mean, like, Aries, woof. Yeah. And woof. so, but there's yeah. no way, like, and we said that. It was like, there's no way we could have, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have made it at all if we make it. But we uh-huh. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, we. <laughs> It's one of them weeks. It's one of them weeks, girl. You never know what's gonna happen. It's one of them weeks. Them niggas gonna make it. And then, so what about you? Okay, so Gigi, you are now. I mean, recently. Yeah, recently sing- single. Single. Mm-hmm. I mean, how have you even started the the no. the thought I, process? I mean, I think about it definitely, but. Um, it gets a little overwhelming and then I just don't think about it anymore. It's overwhelming. Like, Oh my God. Like I've never been single and a mom. I've only been single free. It's so much. So So I'm like, what the fuck is this? And what does this look like? How do I fucking meet people? Because I always, and with my kid, we're in COVID, you know? So I didn't even think about dating apps because that was never really my thing. But also, I hadn't been single since 2017, so I didn't, you know, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, those do exist, and that could be a nice, safer way to meet people, um, also, since we're kind of limited because we can't really go no motherfucking where. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I haven't really, I haven't dived in. I'm also still, like, you know, transitioning into it, and so I think once I settle a little bit, then... You know, I can commit to that, but I really want to have sex. I haven't had sex in a long time. So, I how long? Like, what's a long time? Um, October of 2019 was the last time I had sex. Bitch, we no, we're sending over the sex toy right now. <laughs> sending over Doc Johnson. Okay, send us your address. I no, I don't want no more. Toys. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I didn't mean to make. I you know. Feel I bad. want hard dick. No, it's okay. No, not, the real dick means the I difference. Want, I want Fuck a toy. Dick. It has to have blood yeah. circulating through its veins. Yeah, I, I want connecting. You know, 
I I want I want actually no I don't want connecting I want you well, to just okay so me. I'm gonna encourage you fuck because me. yes because I know exactly <laughs> where you are because I was there and yeah. sometimes you just the dating app thing it, it is weird I thought it was weird too because I was like what the fuck is this shit I don't know <laughs> she's had so much success on dating apps but I will say. They were, it was a great for my confidence, eh? Because that's what I needed at the time. I wasn't where you yeah. were at. I was not in the place of I'm the shit at all. I was like, who the fuck am I? I'm whack, possibly, maybe. Um, but like, it really helped me kind of get out there and figure out what it is that I want. Because for me, like, I didn't even know like the things that like, especially even sexually, like, is this it for me, or is there more for me to explore here, or like. Yeah. Do I, is, does race matter to me? Does this matter to me? Like, am I only going to, cause dating apps will make you kind of have to decide that. Like, am right. I fucking with white people? Oh, and I'm, will I date an Asian? I'm hmm. thinking about that. Okay, Molly. Here <laughs> in Los Angeles, because apparently the, the whites love us. Don't like black girls. So black guys don't really fuck with us. No. Right. So I'm like, if that's my reality, maybe I should be a little bit more open, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, who, Wait, okay, you're the cancer. I'm open. I I tried. I tried hard. Um, I think okay, because you said you're about to be twenty nine. Are you twenty nine? Oh no, I'm thirty four. Oh, okay. I don't know why where the fuck I heard twenty nine. I was like, damn. I was like, cool. <laughs> when they started the podcast. Oh, when you started oh, yeah. podcast. I thought you were saying you were about to turn twenty nine. I'm like, damn. Um but that's the thing also. I think about like um entering my thirties and those for like I think I've I've never Right after I broke up with my baby daddy and I joined, got into my 20s, I mean my 30s, it was like this combination of like, I was having sex with new people for the first time. And also I was like, is there sex great? Or am I the shit, you know? And it was like, oh, I'm the shit. I was making the sex bomb because I was finally in a place like, I feel like, you know, they say that like your early 30s is like some of the best sex for women of your life, like your peak. So I think it is important to tap into that and to tap into what you like. And, um, you know, and eventually there'll be a time where you, you want another relationship, but explore that someone lusting after you and the courtship and like just yeah. fucking and going home. There's, be yeah. there's beauty in that. Even, even if that's not like, you know, maybe it's ev not everyone. <laughs> I'm not encouraging everyone to just fuck with no strings attached. <laughs> if, you, if you just broke up with your baby daddy, but maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but maybe you should. Listen, I'm all about that. I was living my whole ass, whole ass life, you know, before being a mom and being in a relationship then before being a mom. So I think I just want to have fun with somebody, you know, like it don't got to be super deep, but I want to, I, I want to like you enough to be around you. I'm not on the, you're just fine and I want to fuck you. That's not where my mind is at. I'm, I'm beyond that. So I do. I want You're better than me. <laughs> I'm saying, uh, yeah, I, I just, just like, getting out of that. Because when I was there, I was, I was like, like, you're fine. I'm going to fuck so you. So I'm going to fuck you. You're not very smart. It doesn't smart. matter. Don't talk. Don't talk. I, want, don't I talk. mean, I want to have a conversation with you. I don't got to like love you or anything. I'm, yeah, I'm no, no. I feel you got to make, you got, you have, you're, you're sapiosexual. You got to at least, come on, motive, like turn yeah, my mind turn on. My mind on the I gotta, I, yeah, you, I need my mind to be active because that's when I have the best sex is when my mind is active. Like I'm intrigued, you know, or 
at least that's what I think. Shit, maybe I might meet a fine ass nigga and be like, you know what? Girl, what? Girl, you might. I'm G-G-Hoo? telling you, you know what? Look, I don't I'm, care. I'm telling you, this your new <laughs> this new chapter of your life. I'm really excited for you because I w- I would love to come back in like a few months and talk to you and see how you feel about all the things you just said <laughs> because I had a lot of those things too, and then you enter into this world of just. It's foreign because you've never dated with a kid. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. actually, I don't, I know I don't, I'm not going to get that from you, but I'll get this from you today or for this week or whatever. Like, not to sound like you're throwing niggas away, because I don't want to sound like that, even though that's yeah. what they do to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of like, it really, like when you said, like, am I the shit? Like, and when I'm fucking, am I, am I the shit? I feel like I had that moment too. And I've also had the moment where I sat back and I allowed them to be like, okay, what? I'm gonna let you do your thing. Let's see what you're doing here. Oh no, you're not the shit. I really am the shit. And this is not for me. Or maybe like we can come together. Like there are guys that I was sleeping with that I knew was just sex. Like mm-hmm. this is all I needed from this. This was great. Damn, you look good. Peace. And that's it. But obviously at a certain point for me, like I was there, I did that and I was like, okay, now I'm, I'm it's ready. Not, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's not forever. It's not forever. And, and I think the older we get, the shorter our whole, our whole phases will last because you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, the whole phase is quicker. You know, you're like, damn it. Am I, am I, am I fucking to fuck up the pain away or am I fucking because I want to be fucking, you know? Drink it away. No, right. I, <laughs> We, we, G and I go to the same trainer and there's typically like a theme around the session. So last Sunday was like a summer fling and the, um, the comments in the commentary, I was like, well, damn, I've never experienced this. And I talked to him, our trainer after the class, um, his name is Zeus. And I was like, what I had to realize again, all this self-realization in COVID, I always put people in boxes when I dated. So if I dated you, I knew, okay, we are just for the summer. This is nothing, but we're never going to get to the like, where are we going conversation? Because I know I'm only dating you for like food and fun. That's it. And then you're going to be this dude over here (laughs) and you're going to be like this dude. And he's like, that's not healthy. And I was like, well, damn, I never realized that actually that I never... And I don't know if that, you know, stems from my control issues of like always having to kind of like know what's next. And I said that to him, I was like, damn, I was like, yo, dating in 2020 is so completely different. Like, I I, I don't even, I don't know. And, and dating in COVID, no less, is so completely yeah. different of, of like, you're literally dating someone for who they are. There is no, I'm just going to link you for like food because we're going to be sitting in a damn parking lot eating whatever food we're going to be eating. Oh, no. If you're dating in COVID, you better yeah, really You're going to be really particular about the company that you keep because yeah. we don't have shit else to do but talk, nigga. Like, in a, in, in a regular situation, I'm like, oh, this wow. is boring. One more drink. I'll be back. Oh, I met Stacy over here. Buy her a drink. I'm spinning off. I'm dancing. I don't have to sit here and fucking talk to you, nigga. I can, actually, I'm making plans for the next stop. Right. <laughs> but, like... In COVID, I'm like, okay, we're here. I have to be, I have to really connect deeply with you. Um, all we're doing is going on picnics. Like, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. Because you're doing the same activities over and over. Oh, in so different places. Like, I, different, and I, same places. Yeah. I love in, in New York. I, I've never walked around my neighborhood so damn much. I, we both discovered we had allergies. I was like, I didn't know you had allergies. Like, I didn't either. Like, because there's so much pollen, like, these are the things that we're learning in COVID is that we have really, really bad allergies. Like, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, my funny. gosh. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I hit it too hard. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. Oh. 
Get get some water, sis. I'm like, right, we like you guys sis. <laughs> um, well, speaking of COVID, speaking of dating, speaking of all these things, I'm glad that we have you here, Didi, too. And I know like you guys have talked briefly on a previous episode of yours of how and this is that we're pivoting right now. We're about to just shift gears real quick. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. I'm ready. Um how because so last week me and Jamila took a break from so from from uh the podcast we recorded like a 10 minute episode because for the past two weeks like low-key i really wouldn't haven't really been feeling like podcasting i really just like don't have it in me i don't want to talk about shit really like not that i don't want to talk about shit it's just i'm doing so much talking outside of it that like i'm just exhausted like mentally talking about what's happening to our people and our men and our women and all those things so last week jamila came <laughs> She came to the house and she walked in and she was like, I need a Xanax. <laughs> and I have a secret box of Xanax that I like. Half. I just took half. <laughs> half a Xanax. That are not even mine, actually. They're my friend who actually needs them. But she told me to hold on to them because she's like, sometimes I need them too much. So like, <laughs> you hold on to them. And I had never even taken one until COVID because I was like, bitch, I'm, I, my test, my chest is tight. Then she gave me one. She's like, try it. I think you need to take one of those pills I let you have. And I took one and I was like, whoa, this works way too well, which then (laughs) happened, which then I was like, I don't want to start taking Xanax. So that's what, like I started, we've talked about it, mushroom, taking mushrooms to help my anxiety. So um, anyway, she came through and was like, I need one. I was like, I got you girl here. Also. Do you feel like recording? Oh, you don't? Okay, me neither. Cool. Um, <laughs> so been there many a times. I was right. like, there. We be push and we push, we push through. We always push through. But I just felt like, you know what? We need to just honor how we feel. And like, so I'm dating someone, a black man, obviously, because as y'all know, I only date black men. And um one morning we woke up and like I was he was acting weird and I was like, are you okay, babe? And he was like, no, I'm not. And he would like had tears in his eyes. And he was like, I guess he woke up and was watching. There's been a lot of like, there's been like a few different hangings in California. Yeah. And uh, you know, they're trying to say it's suicide or whatever. And he was like, I'm scared to be a black man. I have done everything that I can in my career to like make sure that I'm acceptable to like, make sure I know how to talk to white people to make sure that like, you know, I drive cars that aren't too aren't too nice or aren't too shiny and shit. And I don't I don't know how to feel safe anymore. I just don't know how to feel safe. And like, I don't even know how to respond to that. Like, I don't know how what to do except hug you and tell you I love you and that like I'm gonna try my best to like always never put you in a position where you have to feel unsafe. Um, but it got me thinking, and I I was I was listening to one of your episodes about like how you know how weak how black men can protect black women right and then also how we protect black men which i think women black black women we i mean and you can argue this dd i feel like we do a, i think we protect our men for the I most think, part yeah absolutely I absolutely think, absolutely I, mean, I think to a not to a fault but, but like and also like when i when i when he had tears in his eyes i kept I, I there was a selfish part of me too that couldn't help but think like not for him but like how do black men protect black women absolutely. I was like, and, was and I'm like, here I am. I like, I want to, I'm, I'm comforting you and I'm going to comfort you and I want to comfort you. But, and I know he would comfort me, but there's been so many times where I felt like I was not protected. 
mm-hmm. you know, or like I've seen other black women not feel protected. protected. And I'm like, how is it? Like, I feel like some black men don't even know where to start. They don't know what to do. And I'm like, is there, what is it that women, what is it as black women? What do we feel like we need from them? Cause I feel like we don't, sometimes we don't even think that deeply to ask those questions to ourselves. Well, Cause I don't think we even really know what it, that looks like for us because it's been such an absence in our norm. You know what I mean? Like I, I am very defensive. I am very weird when men are kind to me because I'm like, this is weird. It feels strange, you know, cause I'm not generally used to that. I think especially like even us growing up in this very white space, the Valley's super white, like, I'm sure you like we've all I've been to school with like three other black people throughout elementary through high school and so I went to like a black like a black college so I've seen black guys like just be shitty you know what I mean openly without regard and so I guess I don't even know what that would look like because I'm so I'm I don't know I haven't seen it it I think it's so tough and you don't to be honest, I don't think we've ever really had the chance to sit and really think about it. Like, what do we need from Black men and what can we give to Black men? And I, you know, I can admit, I, I am the niggas ain't shit. I'm, I, I would be walking down the aisle and I would be... <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Like, I'm like, he gonna fuck up anyway, bitch. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm still like, I am... It, it's, it's literally, it could be tattooed on my forehead. Um... And then I had to one day like sit back and I was like, you know, when I say niggas ain't shit, I don't mean you. And, and I, and I think to be honest, I don't even think my boyfriend thought that I was, when I said it, he was kind of like taken aback a little bit um, because I think he's so used to my, like, I don't mince words with that either. Niggas ain't shit. Like you, you, like there are some days when I feel like personally I do I can lump everybody in together and what I have a really hard time of doing is separating you know like the the and I hate to be like the good from the bad but it but it is what it is and I was like there's so much there's so many things that are just so deeply rooted in patriarchy of like I was like you don't have to walk down the street just as simple as something as like obviously you don't have bodegas but like going to the bodega looking crazy in a mask and you like, I don't want to talk to you, nigga. I'm fucking tired as shit. I'm just moving my car. I'm just going to go get bread and I don't want to have a conversation and I don't want to feel crazy about not having a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, those are things that you don't even have to think about or like, I, I don't even like the word queen, honestly. And I don't know if it's because I'm dark. I'm, I'm so like, glad you just said that. I'm so I glad you, I hate Girl. it. I hate it. I actually, I told KT that today. So I have this guy that I dated. uh, He was Happy Bay on the podcast and he would always call me queen. And like, he started calling, he just called everyone queen, which was fine. Everyone's a queen. I get it. But I just, I get so triggered by it because I feel like it is the fuck boy word of like 2019, 20. Like any nigga just says queen and and automatically is like, all all the fuck shit he did all day long <laughs> was just it was vanished <laughs> and now he's like he really gives a fuck about women and i'm like nigga don't because you said one word and i remember you know like you know because twitter's on fire right you're like black twitter we, we, we will take pan like beyonce came out with you know, the movie black is king and now we talking about like pre-colonialism or whatever and i'm like oh my god jesus christ like some days like god damn it just be so <laughs> there was a there was a day when 
I remember having a conversation with like three different men and they're like, well, what's so wrong with Queen? And I was like, you're pandering because y'all are the same thing as that call somebody a bitch in the same conversation. That's literally what I said today. I said, if a nigga called me Queen and then I didn't, and then I didn't want to do or acknowledge whatever he was giving me. In that same breath, he'd be quick to say, oh, "Man, fuck you, bitch." And I'm exactly. and and that's what and that's my problem with it. I, and it's fucked up because there are some men out there, and a lot of there's some there are a lot of great men that really mean it when they say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it just I can't, yeah, I, can't I can't I, take I, it no more. I, I, I hate it. Yeah, I, and honestly, I thought I was like in the minority. I was like, "Jeez, Christ!" Like, because my boyfriend said it, and I was like, "Yo, this is very early on." I was like, "Yo, don't don't say that to me." I was like, "I hate that shit," and I couldn't even explain why. why. Right. You know, I just was like, I don't like this shit. And I was like, I don't know why I don't like it, but just like, don't ever call me that. Like, don't uh, call me. I, I have a name. It is on my birth certificate. She pays taxes. Like, I want to be known by the name that that pays all of the taxes. That's what I want. <laughs> shit. Because that's the one thing you're going to die. You're going to pay taxes and be black. So right. like, get my black ass name, Tierra Jasmine. Like, call <laughs> Queen. <laughs> Like my, my name is queenly shit wait and as we're sitting here right now as we're sitting here right now the guy who calls me queen just texts me calling me queen right oh. now and i literally just showed it to jamila while we were just podcasting i was like and she was like <laughs> i hate it oh my god I, I but but it's like something as small as that right that I don't even think in 2017, 18 or whatever, we wouldn't have checked it necessarily. Um, Cause you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. But now, like you said, we have all this time to like sit yeah. and be, and I think we do, we have to listen. Like I, I talk a lot and I know I have a hard time sometimes listening. And sometimes I just have to pay attention to like the nonverbal cues and like what you say when we're not having this like deep ass conversation. Because honestly, for men, I feel like, for Black men in particular, like, at least I haven't really experienced anybody that's, like, super forthcoming about their emotions and how they feel. So I think, like, for, for Poetry Bay to say that and to be like, I'm not okay, that, that, that's so vulnerable and, and, like, admirable to me that you don't real or at least, I, like I said, I have not experienced that. Yeah. Right. So I like, pay attention to these very like the small things. And I can tell when there's a shift and I'm like, yo, you good? You're not good? Like, and then we talk about it, but it's mm-hmm. typically me probing and asking like, what's wrong? Why, why is this? Da, 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 da. And obviously there's just so much going on. Um, and I think something that we talked about on our show, like we just have to give each other grace and the patience, you know, we're so quick to like, be like, fuck that person. It's yeah. still always fuck niggas. But I literally had a girl, we're the same person because I literally told, I had an episode where I was like, you guys, I have to stop saying. We made a commitment. I was like, we're going to stop saying We have to stop saying fuck these niggas. Because we also believe in manifestation. Because I was like, we'll never get a nigga. So if we manifest fuck niggas, I mean, these niggas ain't shit, then these niggas will not be shit. So we got to be like, these niggas are shit. They're great. So this is my (laughs) roommate with my my, my roommate um, is, he runs Eat, Pray, Thought. And it is fuck these niggas, but their lives matter. That is our new thing. Like, <laughs> oh, that, okay. Their lives matter. Fuck them, but their lives their do matter. Their lives matter, but fuck that's, these. That's niggas. true. That's I'm true. telling you, I will literally I do that. that. I do, but fuck these niggas, <laughs> like <laughs> completely. Oh no, I, it's, I, I feel bad for the good guys out there. <laughs> I know. There's some are like, what the fuck? I because there are good men that like use queen and they really mean it genuinely and they're just speaking to our inner royalty and shit you know and they're out there i don't want to put them i mean i don't want to put them on the box we can't put everyone in the box we can't yeah. do it 
We can't. And we have, oh we can't right. do it. I mean, even when you were saying that you say fuck niggas and your dude said, no, he gets what you mean because like fuck niggas. It oh. also made me think of like, have we been trained to think fuck niggas? Like even our men think fuck niggas. They and train, we think like they know they like, us. My right. But, I'm but are they, are their behavior so, is their behavior so fucked? But like he didn't associate that. himself when you said that, but he associated he every other, he knew the, he knew the type of nigga you were talking about, but like, it's still the black man. You know what I mean? And we're, ta- I don't know. It just feels like, is this part of the, what we've been programming and why we're constantly at odds with one another instead of coming together. I mean, I think now things are shifting, at but like core. it's always been this crab in a barrel mentality because yeah. fuck that nigga. We need to try and make them better, which everybody knows that's a fucking hard ass thing to do. We've all tried to train some niggas. But we throw people away because they fucked up. Right. Or, or, we, or we put them, we've, we've dealt with 12 dumbass niggas. And so we put them all in the same category. And it's just like, they, they, they deserve the space to grow they deserve the space to sometimes and sometimes if you catch me on a good high day i can i'll have a speech with a nigga but then also not. so do we and they be like fuck bitches too and we don't have a lot of space to grow and they throw us away which leads me back to <laughs> my original question <laughs> of how can black men protect women because i do feel like we give them that grace more often they than not and we don't always get that grace like i hear a lot of men, you know, feel comfortable talking candidly about women in front of me. And I'm like, damn, like, she just fucked your homie and she ain't shit now, nigga. You fucked how many of my friends? Hey, you know, it's like the way we and like how, you know, oh, she I just like how men also pair women against each other. Oh, she she ain't shit. She ain't shit. She ain't got that. She ain't got this. And that. How do we protect all women and just not just post about it or like how do or how do men do it like i think a lot of women a lot of men don't know if they can because i feel like even as black women we've been paired against each other and they feel like they can't choose or else we're gonna be jealous because that's a lot of, that's a lot of the, the the issue that black men take with dating black women is that we're jealous that we can't you know what i mean like, i rebuke that they can't they, they can't praise two women two black women at once in the same room yeah i do too i i i and i Gee, cut me off because I feel like I'm talking a lot now. You know, I'm, I always like whipping out my soapbox. Um, so I, I feel like, and something, I'll tell the story in a second, but like, just listen. And I think you need to listen without it coming from just the same way you would respect your mother or your sister. You need to respect what that same Black woman is saying as just a person. Because so often it's like, well, I have to protect her because she's my sister. No, no, no. You have to protect her because she's a black woman. That, that The sister is just like a title. That's a relation to somebody. Mm-hmm. But and it's so easy for men to pick and choose who they want to protect. Attraction is a part of that. It, you know, if I'm attracted to you and I could potentially see a future, I could fuck you, whatever it is. Um, or like I said, in relation. That, no, fuck that. Like, I literally last week met my sister, like the person that she's dating. We go out. And he's talking and I was like, damn, he talk a lot. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. You know, and I'm on my like fifth margarita and somehow we get to the on the record story about Russell Simmons and Drew Dixon. I'm sorry, Drew Dick. basically all the accusers, the documentary um, from the accusers of Russell Simmons with sexual assault. And I'm, I'm talking about the documentary. He, he completely flips it. Right. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't, I wasn't talking about that though. Like, what I am talking about is a very specific issue. And I am talking about these women that came out against 
this man. And he literally said, well, when I was 15, my sister, no, no, no. I was like, I don't really care about that. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. So my sister just broke it down. She's like, you're not listening. Like you're listening to respond. Also, you're listening from the perception of a family member. Like just listen to what she's saying. He got so angry. You know, he left us at this restaurant. I hope your sister ain't dating his dumb ass no more. He, he left. He walked away. And I was like, damn, I'm under nigga's skin this week. Who child? <laughs> oh, yeah. Under nigga's skin. Because he couldn't even take just having that conversation. Like, he, I mean, yeah. he literally. That is sad. It is sad. Like, so, and I hate to say this, but like, I feel like so much of men is also like rooted in narcissism. So it's like, it is. Well, was he protecting Russell? I don't like, what was he so. He never even addressed the Russell situation. So, what was he disturbed about? What was his gripe with? Literally, I have, when I tell you, I've, at one point, like the waitresses came over and I was like, how the fuck did we get here? (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make your nigga run off, but, uh, and I'm just like drinking my drink, like, he was wrong. I mean, he, <laughs> did he have like some personal experience with like an alle- no, allegation of some sort? Like, I think he could not handle being called out for not listening. Mm. And then we're talking about listening with two ears. You got one mouth and two ears. And he, he couldn't could, be called out on some shit. He, he had to be right. Or, had, just defend, or just defend however he felt in that so, moment. Like, yeah. I think to that point, like, he just can't communicate. Like yeah. for you to feel as though you need to remove yourself from the conversation because someone's accusing you of not listening to what they have to say. Like you just don't have good communication skills. And when I tell you, we did not yell. She was so like when she did it, whatever she, and I, I wish I like verbatim could say what she said. And my sister's younger than me. I was so proud. Like I literally was like, mm, that's my bitch. Like, <laughs> I was like, girl, I was like, that was so articulate and good. So that is the place that I'm coming from. So no one's like attacking you. And you see, like, I talk with my hands and apparently he was like, well, your sister was like so expressive. And I'm like, we on a Zoom call and I'm talking with my hands. Like, you should have told me to put my motherfucking hands down. Like, right. Like, that wasn't it. You didn't want to listen and you didn't like being called out about not listening. And, and again, it had nothing to do with the subject at hand because we never talked about it and when how long and, they how long they been together they like child is i hope i hope all right all. okay all right. <laughs> she said I, it's over i just i mean okay. i think it's i think it has to do too just with men it's men in general not whether black white yellow whatever the fuck just not, not all men not being able to not all men i'm sorry <laughs> but men well men well men also not not it's not their fault though a lot of it is that they have been taught that the, their opinions are more valuable than ours. Yeah. Right. Or they're more important. And they're paid. They're, it's, it, literally, that their opinions are more valuable. So they get pissed off when they're not intelligent enough to rebuttal and they can't, and that they see, like, the, they see and understand the basics of what you're trying to say, but they just refuse to accept it because it makes them uncomfortable. Because yeah. it makes us equal and, like, normal shit, you know, like. Motherfucking patriarchy. Oh yeah, my. the motherfucking patriarchy. Honestly, everything is everything is rooted in it. But I do. I think. But you know that long winded ass answer that I just gave you. It's it just listen, like I said, and not because it's in relation to you. Every Twitter feed and and comment that I see up from Black women is literally just like y'all gotta listen to to yeah. what women are saying. Right. Like, just like, and take, and take yourself out of the equation. And right. while you may not be doing these things, you probably do have friends that have super like skeevy behavior and you let it slide. Yep. That stuff 
not okay either. Yeah. Like, you know, you have friends that aren't acting like, you know, that are doing things that are wrong or improper or whatever. Like, you got to check that shit too. Hold them accountable. Yeah. yeah. I would say, listen, and just have some accountability in your privilege. You know what I mean? Like, granted, this is a, a rough time for everyone, right? It's hard to be Black. We understand that you know, your experience with cops is, could potentially be worse, but we are dying too. And we are dying from cops and we're dying from y'all. You know what I mean? So have- aren't being arrested. Right. What'd you say? I said our cops aren't being arrested. Oh yeah, no. Right. Our cops aren't being arrested. They don't care. Our names are being forgotten. You know, have some accountability in that privilege that you own because then you might be able to listen. Right. And, and hear us and see us and stand up for us and start protecting us. But we won't get anywhere if we can't have a conversation because you won't listen. You can't because you aren't accountable. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question that it's probably, I mean, I, I feel like it could be controversial. Do you think that this movement would have happened had it only been Breonna Taylor? Like, did it need George Floyd to, for this to happen? I mean, I, granted, his death was on video. Finish. Like, I can, I'm, I'm, cause I'm so, I literally could, sorry, finish, finish, finish. No, I'm just saying, granted, his death was video recorded versus hers was not. But I still feel like I'm not hearing her name enough. I'm not hearing, the, what, what, I'm sorry, what was the woman's, the woman who just died too? I mean, she died of them at the hands of a black man, you know, recently, an activist. And I'm just not, I just, I'm, I, I was thinking about this today because I was, I was myself was wondering how, what, what do I think black men can do to protect black women more? Like I've never really sat there and made a list. I've made a list of a lot of other shit, <laughs> but like, what is, what is that? And then I thought about Breonna Taylor and I thought, had George Floyd, had it not happened, would it would this have been the same? Would it have been the same reaction? Despite no, like, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I think that's shown now. Like it, we are at a hundred plus days, and no one, one person got fired. fired. Like one of the police officers fired, and you know he probably still got his pension. And you like, can still you can still have a job as an officer in a different place. In a, yeah. yeah, you go to another county which is right? absolutely insane absurd yeah. you can kill someone in their fucking sleep in their sleep and in their fucking sleep. hired the next day as a sheriff the next the day, and the only person that was arrested was her boyfriend that was in bed sleep with her right. and that, later to be released that same evening because that made no absolutely no fucking sense they panicked no sense no sense so no i don't i and i, and I hate to say that i think I do. I think back to, again, what we were saying, COVID has made everyone sit in their shit. And it's like, nah, this is like wild. You can't do anything. You cannot, you can't go buy something. You can't go bird watching. You can't sleep in your bed. You can't go running, go buy Skittles, but get ice cream, yeah. go to sleep. Yeah, you, you can't, can't do anything. Do anything. And so, and now we have to sit in all this. There are no distractions, but I don't. Do I think all this would have happened with Brianna if, if, if it was just Brianna Taylor and there were no Ahmaud Aubrey's and George Floyd? Absolutely not. Because like I said, it's shown that her, 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 poli the police officers that killed her are still walking free. Yep. Like still. 
And I think, and I, the, when people talk about like the memification of that, sometimes I'm like, some of this shit, I'm like, y'all, like, let's not get away from the issues. Right. To me, right. it's like, you know, it's like, uh, I picked up my favorite thing from Trader Joe's or whatever, but Breonna Taylor's um, officers are still running loose. Like, because it's so much of natural conversation right. now, because I think it's almost like, it's fucking unbelievable that they have not been arrested. So to pinpoint on the memification of it, right. no, are you fucking calling? Right. Are you writing? And are, are you doing like the work that step needs to the to side. Right. the side. You don't right. like it, cool, but step to the motherfucking side yeah. or do some shit. Pick and choose. We also have to pick and choose our battles, I feel like. And that yeah. is one that I'm just like, Y'all, like the message is the same. It's, it's literally like when you argue with your nigga, because at least that's what I got to do. I got to <laughs> sit back and I got to be like, is this that important that I need to call this out? What is really the root at what I'm trying to get to? And the root is we are all trying to have justice for Breonna Taylor. So you calling out somebody that it's not even memification to me. It's just like, no, pay attention because you know, right. like you post a selfie. Start going back to the regular schedule, yeah. regularly scheduled programming. programming. That's what yeah. I got from it. I got that. Hey. Like, Hey, I see y'all kind of itching back to normalcy. No. Oh, but just in case. Uh, no nigga. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. Like, I'm like, come on, y'all. Like, we, we getting away from, like, we're literally getting away from the issues. Um, and it just, it, like, literally upsets me because she could be literally, like, that could be my cousin. Like, that that could right. literally be any of our cousins. So that one is, like, again, 100 plus days. She did lie. everything right. Was in her bed sleep. Getting ready to An go to work. essential worker. Like, what? Right. Right. And still, Nothing. 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 How can you justify that? How yeah. the fuck can you justify that? The person they were looking for had already been detained. Who they claimed that they were looking for. Like, it's insane. You can't. You can't. So I think, you know, I think in how we talk about, I'm, I'm very, we can't teach white people racism, right? I think for the woke white people, that is on you to teach other white people because they're not gonna listen to us we've been saying this shit for 400 plus years right look we done wrote we wrote 100 books go read those books you can google it google the shit so i think for men it is in their privilege it's it, it it's essentially like the same concept men have to teach other men how to be a man how to not take advantage of other women how to uphold and respect other women it's so many things you remember remember the like the the boys that like threw the girl in a dumpster and that was like a whole thing and it's like i i I didn't even like dig that deep into the story but i was like why is there a girl in the dumpster i i couldn't even because i think she didn't want to talk to somebody like it's like little shit like that that we can so easily pass off and we can laugh about it it's really not funny because those boys are 15 or whatever they were and they're gonna grow up to be 25 year old men disrespecting women and doing laughing a girl in popeyes who got who got away with that shit and it's yeah because there's no there's no older men to be like what the fuck are you doing like i see such a big gender generation of men who claim to like love women but clearly hate them like if yeah. you if you love women then treat them as such it's it's a, such a strange such a strange like place to be in we should stop fucking them we should we, we absolutely should fucking should. Fucking strike fuck you the pussy strike Feel like 365 no days y'all ain't got no pussy and y'all still ain't valuing my life Right. We need to have a, the next women's meeting. Right. Ladies, don't stop fucking these niggas. Next you really right. shouldn't be fucking these broke niggas. 
Definitely thank God for them. They need to get to work. Ooh, thank God for city girls. Thank Shit. God for Stop <laughs> fucking these niggas. Because if we don't fuck them, then they're going to be like, oh, shit, they done figured it out. We really ain't shit. Let's get our shit together. Right. Finally, better. they're acting accordingly to our ain't shit tactics. Right. <laughs> and it's a shame we got to have ain't shit tactics. <laughs> right. 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 I don't even uh, have to have that. We only want to take care of you and sh- love you and shit. That's it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. The audacity. It's so much. It's li- it's the audacity. <laughs> oh, okay. She's she can't hold it. So Jamila, she's she has a tiny bladder. Oh, same, same. same. I get right, it. I was gonna say that's TT as well. That is that is me all day. Yeah. Are you a pop? Can you pee in any in any place at any moment? Any any place, any moment. But I mean, um, like outdoors. Are you an outdoor peer? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, because Jamila's like experienced. In fact, she believes all children should be taught this as well. Like they need to know how to pee in public places as well. Hell yeah. Her yes. and Luna are professional peers. I'd be like, bitch, where? Like we're at. <laughs> open wide. We're in the valet line. How are you going to pull this off? <laughs> that is, oh my God, because you know, in COVID, there are no, like nothing's open. Well, this is like very early on when nothing was open. And I was driving from Baltimore back to New York and I stopped. I'm a little rest stop, but I guess I drank a little too much water. And I was in a residential area. Y'all should have seen me. I had to go down so many streets because people were like, come out. And I was like, oh my God, I was in somebody's driveway. And then I had to go to a side street. It was just, I, and I always keep like wet wipes in my car just in case too. Uh-huh. I finally, I arrived at my destination and I, when I tell you I had an entire like spot and I was like, at your big old age, you are still pissing on yourself. Like, I, I'm not good at it. I always pee on my foot somehow. Oh, no. <laughs> like when I pee out in the door, if like, especially if you're peeing on concrete and this starts to splash. Oh, yeah. You gotta go low. You gotta get really low. Like, you gotta like pee slow. You gotta like But when you gotta pee bad, you can't pee slow. It just you gotta, to just... you gotta put both, if you're small enough, you gotta put both your feet up on the, the running stand so you're all the way oh, up. Oh, so that, but yeah. then it hits your butt. And now you gotta go low. <laughs> I, I just be like, listen, I just got to go. When I got to go, there's nothing that can stop me. Mm-mm, I'm going. Men's bathrooms, outside. Anything. anything. Like, like you said, all of it. I've literally, I've, I've peed everywhere. And sober. Yeah, me too. Perfectly sober. <laughs> Completely. Oh my God, I just looked at this candle and I was like, is this white Jesus? <laughs> it definitely I'm not. like, speaking of whiteness. Um, no, it's not. It's white. Corazón de María. Corazón de María. It's Corazón de María. Well, you guys. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. We've had you gotten very dark over there, Gigi. I don't know what's going on over there. (laughs) I'm in the garage, so (laughs) I was wondering how you were having these candid conversations. I was like, she been real free over there talking about her new dating life. I'm like, isn't her nigga in the next room? Her former nigga? (laughs) She's scared for you, ain't she? Right, she like, but you might need to check on her. Hey, right. be careful. I'm like, did you kill him? Like, <laughs> is he home? <laughs> he has the baby in the house. I'm in the garage. Oh my God. Girl, you know what? After we are done recording, act like you're still working. <laughs> Just stay in there and let him put her ass to bed. Okay? That's a great idea. That's mom tip 101. Just act like, Sleep. I don't know what happened. I just. I don't know. I just I would, but I've been crazy all day. I really haven't seen my kid all day because okay, I've been okay. working and then going back and forth to the other house. And then she was like, when I went in to go pee, she's like, "Mom," I'm like, "I, 
Come back. <laughs> like, don't, look at, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm not here. I'm not here. It's not me. Literally, I'm not here. <laughs> okay. So before we wrap it up, we have a segment on our show called Horror Stories. Uh, 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 horror Stories. Um, for, our, for any new, new listeners, Horror Story is a highly horrific or whorish hotel that you know you feel like sharing with our listeners it could be scary it could be funny it could be unfucking believable um just has to be highly horish highly horish so send them in because <laughs> we had hotels and they like stopped that ours were hotels and people would like send them in and tell us our hotel so i love horror essentially it's the ours same. are horror stories yes horror horror. Horror. and we've shared many of ours so if you want to go back and listen to all of our shit very horror things very- have happened <laughs> between the two of us whoo actually someone wrote in was like is erica has a boyfriend now it's like this mean her hotels are going to be over and mm. she was like don't worry she has a whole life Shlew. before this <laughs> Whole life, a whole bag she can reach in. Right. <laughs> so take it away, Gigi. Come on, share your. What's your hotel, girl? They, so they volunteered me, um, which makes <laughs> it's tribute. Not the only uh, single one, but um, so I have had like some really fun vacation sex with like people that you know I don't know that I just meet when I'm um, you know in different places in the world but there was one in particular um in jamaica a couple of years ago my line sister was getting married and um, we had our bachelor party or bachelorette party slash birthday party in jamaica rented this cute ass crib um and we spent uh one day in the grill at um you know, the place where you can like jump off the cliff. I can't remember. Rick's Cafe. Oh, I'm in there, girl. I love Rick's Cafe. Yes. And all the, and all the, the the dudes be jumping off doing the show and shit. Yes. So I had jumped off the cliff and, um, came up and went to go get a drink and a dude, uh, who worked there was like, I saw you jump off that cliff, whatever. And he was like, I'm gonna buy you a drink. So he bought me a drink. Um, and we're drinking and we're just talking a little bit. And, I smoke a lot of weed, so I don't really remember our conversation, but it started getting spicy. And then I was just like, you know what? Like, let's go in the bathroom. And, um, and so we went in the bathroom and I sat on the sink and I just pulled off my bathing suit and he started eating my pussy on the sink. Um, and luckily he had a condom on him. Um, so you know, he pulled out the condom and he bent me over the sink and, um, you know, we was fucking, it wasn't really like long or anything. Like it was a very like wham, bam. I was like, okay, cool. And then he finished and I was like, okay, put my swimsuit back on. And I went back in the pool and he was, uh, he came by the pool and he's like, well, are you want to talk? We're going to talk. And I was like, <laughs> no, we're fine. We're good. Everything's good. You went to little jerk chicken. Great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and my. I got in the pool and my line sister was like, um, you was gone for a little minute. I was like, yeah, I was just fucking that nigga in the, uh, in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, wait, what? 
Yeah, I was fucking that nigga in the bathroom. I forgot all when you started talking, and I was like, "Oh my god, I remember." Because I was like, "Wait, what story?" <laughs> oh my god, I love a good vacation bathroom. Fuck, I do random. Yeah. Who are you? I don't know. Looks good to me. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, just sprinkled in there, lifetime, a couple times. I always love when the men are shocked by your nonchalance. Yeah, like nigga, what do yeah. you think this was? Like they be love? like, "Wait, wait, you don't love me?" Hold no, on, but wait. I'm like, no, no, come on, you I don't, don't even remember your name. Like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? He don't, trust me, those niggas that work at that Rick's Cafe, they, they don't run that gun right. game to I'm every one of tours. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for sharing that horror story. Um, if you guys want to submit a horror story, you can DM us your host horror stories or you can email us at info at goodmomsbadchoices.com. And uh, where can put I put in the subject line Hori? Hori, and like, make sure it's actually like good, good. Like, I don't, you better come with that real Hori. We have some ones I'm like, girl, it has to be level 10 horishness, yeah, level at least level seven. Yeah. Shit. Like, <laughs> at yes. least. At make least. it juicy, make it juicy. Make it good. And if it's not good, I'm gonna read it just so everyone can know how much of a prude you are. <laughs> <laughs> this levels two. I'm a ho shame you. I'm a non ho shame you. The opposite. Well, TT need to write a story and so you can prude shame her. <laughs> One time, I went crazy. Is that a thing? Like non ho shaming someone? Yeah, 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 it is. It is. It is. It is. Like, you did anything, little Josie? <laughs> Josie? Is that the name? In that voice. <laughs> <laughs> you little, you little prude. Yeah, just like you said, prude. Yeah, I guess. Oh my god. What does prude actually mean? Prudente, like overly cautious. Oh, I just remember that from Spanish. Okay. She <laughs> <laughs> just bust out the Spanish. All right, ladies, Toso Taro listeners and gentlemen, where can they find uh, the Oprah Rose Show? I think she told. Um, no, yeah, anywhere so. you can listen to podcasts, um, Instagram, the Oprah Roll Show, IG, Oprah Roll Show, and the Oprah Roll Show at gmail.com. Yeah. Dope. Well, thank you, TTGGDD, for coming on the show, <laughs> and Jamila for coughing right there. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Fucking up my sound. I had a cough. <laughs> What are you expecting me to do? Not cough in the Rona. Right. I was about to say, anytime I feel a cough, I'm I'm like, I'm like, we're not even allowed to regularly cough. I can't even have a little choke in my mouth because it automatically. Mm -hmm. I got my nails done for the first time like two days ago and I had like swallowed some saliva the wrong way and they have the whole like shield. They got shields on their face. They got shields in front of me. Bitch, I had to cough. I was trying so hard not to cough in this nail salon and I just. I, I had it held it in for so long it came out that it came out big. I was like, oh, did everybody oh. move away from you? Everyone looked at me. I was like, bitch, you better finish these nails. <laughs> Please. I got my mask on. <laughs> I got my mask on. Right, right. All right. Well, you guys know where to find us at Good Moms underscore Bad Choices. And uh, make sure you join our newsletter, goodmomsbadchoices.com. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.